0: It's Monday, it is February 4th, it is 2019, and we have six basketball games to talk about here on today's slate. Today is a national holiday, it's the day after the Super Bowl. My voice might sound rough, because it is, and um, I hope everyone enjoyed the awesome game. just going to leave it at that, Um, I'm not going to get into it today. Maybe tomorrow we'll talk about it a little bit more, when I've had a little bit more sleep, and um yeah, so going to talk about the six game slate. It's gonna be a quicker podcast today. I'm just gonna break down the games and give you guys my thoughts. I've done my research, I've done my premium content, so I'm pretty familiar with what I want to do on this slate. So if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotogrinders links that way you get access to any promo that we run with Fantasy Draft. We run a bunch of awesome promos with them. Also, I'll be posting the Listener's League link, as long as they send it to me, um, on Twitter, because I don't have it yet, so it won't be in the comments section. I emailed them, so they should get it to me here soon. So when I get that, I will post it on Twitter, and you guys will be able to join. Um, I will be contacting the five guys and letting them know from last week when when they'll be playing this week, probably on Wednesday for the, the weekly We are going to try to do it on Monday. It's just this week's going to be behind on everything, so we'll do that um, probably Wednesday. Um, Let's get into it. Six games. We start with probably my favorite game on the slate, Atlanta at Washington, 233 total. Washington favored by six in this game. No injury news here that we have as of now. So this is a game where we can kind of project what's going to happen um, on the Atlanta side of things. I really do like this spot for Trey Young. Uh, He's been a guy that has been performing really well over the last five games. Shot attempts are up. Usage is really consistent right now. The minutes are consistent and the production is consistent. So I really like this spot for Trey Young against Washington. This is a game that he should be able to excel in. He hasn't played well against them in three matchups this season, but this is a spot where he's playing really well right now. And this road trip has been really good for him. So, Over 18 shot attempts in three of the last four games. Over 15 shot attempts in four of the last five. And over 40 fantasy points in four of the last five. And he's only 7,600 over there on DraftKings. He's very playable on Fantasy Draft, Yahoo, and Fandle as well. The other guy that I like in this spot from Atlanta is Collins. Um, Post-big men have really, really done well against Washington this season. So this is a spot that John Collins... Should excel in here. Um, he's coming off of a massive game against Phoenix. Again, bigs against Phoenix. Ayton, just not good at defense. Uh, had 16 rebounds against Phoenix last game. Played 39 minutes. And with that game being a couple days ago, I think he's right back um, to big minutes in this game against Washington. And we could potentially see this game going s- smaller. Um, but if Otto Porter is going to be guarding Collins, Collins should have a field day here. So I do like the combo of Trey Young and John Collins. It's one of my favorite combos on the slate uh, to attack. So I like that combo. I don't mind Deadman, you know, centers against Washington, but I am a little worried about this game going smaller. Uh, I think he's a good tournament play. But outside of those three guys, um, I don't really see anything else standing out to me. Bazemore's minutes are not high enough yet. Um, Prince is cheap. On Fanduel, um, he's pretty cheap on DraftKings too, but I like it a little bit more on Fanduel with the flexibility that we have on DraftKings. Um, I think Prince is okay on Fanduel. On the Washington side of things, this is a really good spot for Bradley Beal. Uh, Washington has the highest implied team total on the slate. This is a massive pace up spot for them. Beal's price is kind of just hanging around 9K. He's been really good um, recently. You know, the fantasy production hasn't been great. Only. Only three games over 50 in his last 10 uh, to really get that 5, 6, 7x. Uh, but I do think Bradley Beal is um, in play here today. I don't mind Ariza. Um, we've been talking about him a lot recently. He's been very effective uh, from the field. So if you want to play Ariza, I don't mind him. And the other guy that I like here is Sadorinsky on DraftKings. He's, he's too expensive on FanDuel. I uh, haven't looked at his Yahoo price yet. But on DraftKings, I know the minutes have been up and down for him, but it's been games that haven't been close. I expect this game to stay close. I expect Washington to be up in this game. Um, so this is a game that I think Sadarensky is going to play his 30 to 35 minutes um, and be a guy we can really trust. He's averaging a fantasy point per minute against this team this season in three matchups. So if he gets the minutes here, he should be a guy that can excel. So I, I do like this spot for him really it from the Washington side of things. I don't think I'm going to trust any of the big guys here. We do have some good value at shooting guard, small forward, power forward. So I, I think like this is going to be a day that like I'm playing, paying up for like a Collins and a Giannis um, at the forward position and center position and just taking the value at the other positions. Denver at Detroit, 209 total. Denver favored by four and a half. Gary Harris has already ruled out. Jamal Murray is questionable. Uh, this is one of the things that we're going to be watching. Luckily, this is an early game. We'll get this news pretty early, hopefully. Um, on the Denver side of things, we're waiting on this news. This news is going to be big for Monte Morris and Malik Beasley. Um... If, Gary, if Murray sits, I think we can continue to look at Monte Morris and Beasley. They're better plays on FanDuel and Yahoo. DraftKings, you can play them. It's just their prices are a little high. Um, I would prefer probably Beasley. But Monte Morris, uh, over the last three games, has gone for at least 40 fantasy points. And he's still only 6K, so... As long as the production stays up, which it's a matchup with Detroit. So if Murray's out again, Monte Morris with with Harris already out, both of these guys are certainly guys we're going to be looking at here. They've been playing phenomenal. Um, They're cheap on Fandle still. So definitely looking at those guys on both sites. Um, Don't love this spot for Jokic. I don't hate this spot for Jokic. Um, So I don't mind playing Jokic here. If Murray sits, um, Will Barton, you know they've really, they've really let Monte Morris and Beasley do a little bit more than Mark Barton. He's like that contrarian tournament play that maybe people don't look at. Uh, Millsap is still really cheap if you want to continue to attack Millsap. I don't mind it. He didn't play a lot last game against Minnesota, which is kind of confusing. So. That's the only thing that kind of concerns me a little bit about him. On the Detroit side of things, I'm just going to keep playing Reggie Jackson on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft until they raise his price. Um, he's gone for at least 39 fantasy points now in three straight games. It's been a guy that we've been talking about all season, and he went off against the Clippers on a on a on a non-slate site or game. So I'm hoping people don't pay attention to it. I'm just going to keep playing him. Uh, the shot attempts are up right now. The usage is up. There's no reason not to play Reggie Jackson at 5200 in a matchup here against Denver's young young guards. Outside of that, I don't mind taking a shot on maybe Blake Griffin in this matchup. I think that I would prefer Blake over Drummond, um, especially you know considering ceilings in this spot. Um, outside of that, like I just I don't love anybody else here from Detroit with them. Pretty much having everybody. Um, I might, if I was playing multiple entries here, this would be a spot that, like, I would be taking shots on, like, Ish Smith every day um, until his price got over, like, 4K. Uh, just hoping that I get the minutes increase. Um, he only played 12 minutes in his first game back, but honestly, this might not be the right slate just because there's so much value. we got the Bucks and the Nets, 227.5 total. Bucks favored by 7 in this game. Bucks are full strength. Brooklyn... Crabb, Dinwiddie, and Dudley are still out, but the real injury news that we're waiting on here is Joe Harris. He's questionable. He would definitely uh, be a guy that would affect some minutes, so we're going to have to pay attention to that. On the buck side of things, they really, the guy that I want here is Giannis. I think he's the best spend up on the slates. Um, they didn't have an answer for him the first time these two teams played. He went for over 70 fantasy points. He's been a guy that... We're just waiting for him to blow up, and the games are not staying close. But the games that stay close, and he plays 35 to 38 minutes. He's you know right around 60 fantasy points every time. So I like this spot for Giannis. This game being in Brooklyn, I think it stays close enough. Um, outside of Giannis, I don't love Bledsoe or Middleton here. Um, if I was going to take a shot on anybody, it would probably be Brooke Lopez. Uh, I think Brooke Lopez is a guy that can extend Allen. And really have a solid game here, uh, so he'd be the guy that I'd be looking at for, you know, like my seven X type of upside from this team. I don't mind Shabazz. his price has just come up to a point where, you know, he's really going to have to be on the good side from the field um, and, and then add some assists. So I don't mind Shabazz in tournaments, uh, but really. The other guys from Brooklyn, um, it's really going to depend on Joe Harris. Um, if Harris is out, I think we could potentially look at Graham. He would probably play 30 minutes, even though he just doesn't do anything. Uh, he'd probably be the guy that gets some extra minutes. Um, Hollis Jefferson might play some extra minutes. Carroll might play some extra minutes. Um, D'Angelo Russell has some upside in this spot, uh, but he's always a guy that is very up and down. So he's really just a strictly a tournament play each and every night. All about if he can get it going from the field. I don't mind him in tournaments. He's not my favorite. I would private. I would rather play Trey Young tonight, but I do like Russell. If you're playing multiple teams, um, I don't really like the spot for Jared Allen. You know, Brook Lopez is going to extend Jared Allen. So this is a spot that I think Jared Allen be a guy that I'd stay away from. If Harris is out, like I said, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson becomes interesting because of what power forwards, as far as fantasy points, are doing this season uh, against this team um, makes him interesting. Um, that's kind of it from this one. Let's move on. Pacers and Pelicans, 218 total. Uh, the Pacers are favored by one. Oladipo out. And then on the Pelican side, it's the same guys. Uh, Anthony Davis, Miritic. Moore, Peyton, Randall, all out. Um, so, you know, the same guys we've been targeting. Uh, we'll talk about that in here in a second. The Pacers side of things, I want to play somebody from in, the Pacers here. I don't love the, the, the Pacers here. They do have a really good implied team total. Um, New Orleans has been playing really solid defense. The guy that really stands out to me, um, I don't know if I'll end up playing him, but the guy that stands out to me the most from the Pacers is Bodanovich. This is a spot where this team has been really, really bad against threes all season. Bodanovich is a guy that they need to take more shots. He's taken 18 and 19 shot attempts in the last two games. Um, you know, this is a guy that we we want to be shooting the ball. He's been more active on the boards. Uh, so, Bodanovich is the guy that stands out the most to me as, like, that tournament player that could win you a slate because he goes for, like, 40 fantasy points. Um, Outside of that, like, I don't really love Collison. The minutes have been really solid for him over the last couple games, but the price is just – it's tough to pay that price for Collison knowing how up and down he is and the ceiling being so limited. Miles Turner – He's another guy, like, if he gets the minutes, he can go for, like, 40-plus in this game. But I think that I'd pay up or pay down before I would play him. So, really the only guy that I want to play from the Pacers is Bodanovich. Um, Even though Tyreek Evans has a high usage, he just hasn't done anything with it all season. He can't finish. Um, So, uh, this is not a guy that I'm going to be playing in this spot. On the Pelican side of things, um, I think that Kenrich Williams is one of, if not the top value play on the slate. With all these guys out, he's played at least 30 minutes in three straight. He's gone for at least 27 fantasy points in all those games. He's only 4,300 on DraftKings. He's cheap everywhere else as well. Um, He's certainly probably my favorite um, value play on the slate. I'm expecting a lot of people to play Frank Jackson after last game. And I don't mind it. Uh, if you want to play him, it's probably more of a cash game play. He's been super solid. I think ceiling and tournament-wise and lower ownership, I would rather play Tim Fraser um, than Jackson. They're right around the same price tag, and Fraser's going to be maybe half the ownership of Jackson. So that's kind of why I lean him. Really bury the lead here. The guy that should really excel in this game is Drew Holiday. Uh, his usage and everything goes up with all these guys off the floor. He hasn't been scoring as much recently. Uh, this is certainly a game that he could have a blow-up game. I like the cheap guys here more than Holiday, but Holiday is certainly a guy you are got to look at in this spot. I do not like this spot for Okafor. His price is up across the industry because he's been crushing, and he's been having a really good um, time here with these guys out. But the Pacers, one of the better best teams in the league against uh, centers, uh, so this is just not a spot. The DVA, defensive real plus minus, and the defensive efficiency all in the top five in the spot. So this is not a spot that I'm going to be targeting Okafor. I'm going to be really looking at these value guys in this tougher matchup. Moving on, Houston at Phoenix, two twenty nine and a half total here. Uh, Houston favored by eight and a half. Capella's out, and then TJ Warren's out on the Phoenix side of things. Um, Probably my least favorite high total game on the slate. As much as it's hard to say anything bad about Harden right now with what he's been doing, we see his production go down a little bit with Chris Paul on the floor. Um, His production is going to be solid no matter what. Right now, he's just on another level. He's Reminding everybody that like he is the MVP and the best scorer in the NBA right now. So James Harden, it's just it's more of a price thing. Um, I have no issues with playing Harden, especially on a slate that we have enough value to play him. I just I lean more towards Giannis for the discount and being able to play um, a couple extra really good players with him, than maybe playing like a Harden and uh, cheaper guys. So. I do think Harden is certainly in play, um, Fareed should eat in this matchup if you are not shy to pay the price tag, he fouled out against Utah and still put up 33 fantasy points in 20 minutes, it's just 8 in defense is not good, um, nobody's gonna play Farid at this price tag, so if you want to take the shot, I think this is a good spot to be contrarian and take a shot on Farid, um, I still lean John Collins, but if maybe if you're playing Harden instead of Giannis, you play Farid over Collins uh, to open up a few extra bucks. So I do do like the spot for Farid. As far as Chris Paul goes, I know he's really cheap on DraftKings and fantasy draft. It's just with Harden playing the way he is right now, it's really hard to trust Paul. But I will say the game at Denver that he played 29 minutes was very good. It's just until he really has that game where he goes for a double double with assists and points and makes me eat it. Um, I'm just I'm probably not going to be playing him. Um, and then Eric Gordon's really cheap. If you want to take a shot on Eric Gordon, I don't hate it. His minutes are going to be right around 30 minutes, um, but it's just more of a price tag thing i just there are better value plays today on the slate on the phoenix side of things uh devin booker is going to be doing a lot here his usage is probably going to be really really high um hashtag analysis i think it's going to be pushing pretty pretty close to 35 to 40 percent here um so i don't mind booker as a as a tournament play here i don't love this spot for eight and i don't hate it um it's just, you know, even with Warren out, outside of Booker, it's hard to love anybody here. Like, I like Ubre, but his price is solid enough where I don't think he pays off the price tag. You know, eight and back, like, Holmes is pretty much gone. Um, really, it's Booker here. I think Booker's the target, and then if you're playing on DraftKings or Fantasy Draft, um, Mikel Bridges. He's been playing really good minutes with Warren out, so he's played over thirty-five minutes down four straight, and has over twenty-eight fantasy points in three straight games. So he's forty-four hundred on DraftKings. He's cheap on Draft or Fantasy Draft as well, and he's expensive on FanDuel. So it might be a spot where people are underweight on him if they're playing on both sites. All right, last but not least, San Antonio at Sacramento, 227.5 total here. Uh, San Antonio favored by two in this game. Derek White is out, um, which is going to free up some extra minutes here. Looking at the San Antonio side thing first... um, I think DeRozan is is definitely going to see an uptick um, in point guard minutes in this game, or not even point guard minutes, just handling the ball um, more in this game. So this could be a spot we we see DeRozan, you know, have one of those, like, 8 to 10 assist games. Um, and it would just really depend on how he's shooting the ball. So I think DeRozan is certainly somebody we're going to be looking at on this slate. Um, we might see a little bit of a usage increase from Marcus Aldridge uh, if you want to take a shot on him in tournaments I don't hate it. Um, his his production is really up right now I think one of the guys that's going to benefit that a lot of people are going to talk about is Rudy Gay It's just I wish he was a little bit cheaper. I don't know what his ceilings gonna be here, but I do think we see him play more closer to like 33 minutes instead of 27. So I don't hate Rudy Gay in the spot Uh, As far as cheaper guys go, I think I would prefer Forbes over Mills, but I think they both see a little bit of uptick here. Um, You know, with White being out and White playing those minutes, Patty Mills probably plays closer to 30, and Forbes probably plays closer to like 35, but it's the Spurs. We've been trying to figure them out for years and haven't been able to do it. Um, On the Kings side of things, going to be a really low owned spots um i don't think a lot of people will play the kings tonight against the spurs and you know we've been talking about this team and and how they've struggled with point guards throughout the season so if you want to take a shot here on fox i don't hate it uh he's probably going to be pretty contrarian he went for 38 um fantasy points the first time these two teams met he was probably low on there too so i don't mind fox But outside of that, it's just it's hard to play any of these guys. Like I like playing Buddy Heald, especially when he's been shooting the ball so much. It's just a tough matchup for him. Um, You know, Bodanovich and Bagley. I just think there's better plays in that price range. Bagley's minutes are back, so if I was going to play anybody on the bottom end of this team, it'd probably be Bagley, just because the minutes are there again. This is a guy we can see consistently put out, double-double uh, type of game, so I don't mind Bagley on the cheap side. That's really it. Again, I'm focusing on just a few spots. It was a quick um, rundown again. Monday after the Super Bowl is hard for everybody. <laughs> uh, the morning grind game, the game that I think that uh, over or under, I'm going to take... The over in the Pacers and Pelicans game it opened at 218. I'm gonna take the over in that game. Um, my favorite five X or seven X play under 5K. Um, I talked about him a lot earlier. It's Kendrick Williams. I'm just gonna to continue to ride it. My over 8K bust on this slate, so not 5X. I want to say Jokic, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Drummond today. I don't see. I don't think Drummond gets over forty fantasy points today. It's gonna be my bust. Uh, and then my favorite six x play on the slate. Um, I really do think this guy is a good game tonight, so I'm gonna go Trey Young uh, for six x. Uh, I, you know, like I said uh, multiple times now. I really like that Atlanta-Washington game. I really like the Giannis and Trey Young-Collins stack. Um, so that's certainly something that I'm going to be looking at here on this smaller slate. And um, hopefully it pays off. But like I said, short podcast today. We'll be back tomorrow, normal, um, giving you guys all the goodness. I hope you had an awesome weekend. And I hope everyone crushes tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll see them. then.